0: Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini-version of the In Wheel Time Car Show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central.
1: From Studio A in Texas, USA, this is the award-winning car talk show, In Wheel Time. Just ahead, we talk with Trevor Scott at Ford Motor Company about the all-new Maverick. Don will uh, do a review and... Uh, Feature the SUV of the week, the 2021 Lincoln Aviator. We've got your weekly cruising calendar. Conrad has this week in auto history. And we'll have the stories making auto news headlines. That and more just ahead on today's hour number two in wheel time car show. Howdy, everybody. Along with Mike out of this world, Mars King Conrad along We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm evermore Jeff Heitzman. Welcome to hour number two of inwheeltime.com. We got plenty of Jeffs yeah, today. He cut me off. He wouldn't <laughs> let me talk. He shut me down.
2: And well, it, wow. you know how it is. You know, he's got even more Jeff there. And if people are wondering, uh, Don is on his way to Mobile, Alabama in the Corvette. He wanted to take it on a good long cruise, so he's driving it through the rain to go to well, the We don't uh, know if he has rain. We don't know if he has I
3: know he has rain between mm-hmm. here and Beaumont, between well, here and the state line. He definitely well, has where rain. Where
4: is his final destination?
3: It's uh, in Alabama. Mobile,
2: Alabama. So he's going to go I ten to the like, just
4: going to go Texas and then turn around and come back.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's going over there to uh, the uh, visit with Gina shild Knowles
3: at the That's Gulf what, Coast. Gosh, like bullies, racing. Gulf Coast it, Racing Series. That's series. what it is. I' like pulling yeah. teeth with you boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, smoke. what it is? We're all we're stumbling through. Yes. Bumbling, so, stumbling. Yeah, bumbling and stumbling. <laughs> but we're not. We're through with that because pick, because joining us now. From uh, the Ford Motor Company is Trevor Scott. He is the Maverick and Ranger Marketing Manager, and he's going to tell us everything there is to know about the new Maverick. He looks like a Maverick. He's a Maverick kind of guy.
5: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me.
3: Good morning. How are
5: you? I'm doing well. Yourself?
3: Doing good. Doing good. You got plenty of Ford stuff there around you. Must be Ford Blue, huh?
5: Yeah, I'm a third generation Ford employee myself. Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, it's all in the family. That's good. So tell us about the
5: Maverick. You know, really, really exciting product for us. And you guys know a lot of exciting things going on here at Ford, obviously. We've got the all-new Bronco that just started hitting our dealerships. Um, We just recently revealed the F-150 Lightning, our our first battery electric truck. Um, And then, obviously, uh, most recently, just this past month, uh, the all-new Maverick. And it's really really a a white space vehicle. Um, It's a compact pickup uh, four you know, four door, five passenger, uh, you know, really versatile uh, truck that has the flex bed um, that allows you to do a lot of different things. But really I think what's most important and I think what's going to appeal the strongest to a lot of customers is really the fuel efficiency and the price. It's a, a standard hybrid, first full hybrid pickup in America, most fuel efficient truck in America. Uh, delivering about 40 mpg in the city and 500 miles of range wow and it all carries a starting price of under twenty thousand dollars
2: whoa under twenty thousand dollars oh right. wow that's going to be a segment buster for sure mm-hmm. the so size wise this is positioned below the ranger
5: correct yep so within our built for tough truck lineup right right below the ranger i would say for those that are trying to envision exactly how big the maverick is uh picture the prior generation ranger very close in size to the prior generation ranger and fits right below our current Ranger in the truck showroom.
2: So you're actually kind of restarting a segment that, in my opinion, has gone away for quite some time. You know, the the compact truck segment was huge back in the in the eighties, seventies and eighties. Yeah, seventies and eighties, and then everybody kind of went mid midsize truck uh, and uh, and left the smaller truck segment and and nobody and you you're the first uh ford's going to be the first one to actually return to a compact truck segment much Reg- less regeneration yeah yeah but yeah, but you yeah. could, you could do you consider it a compact or a subcompact
3: at this point i guess the rangers we the mid-size the okay yeah we
5: consider compact right so f-150 is absolutely a full size oh, yeah. rangers yeah. is most definitely a mid-size pickup right alongside competitors like tacoma and colorado but uh, for Maverick uh, absolutely a compact pickup is okay. uh, what we're targeting
4: now, I remember them calling them a mini truck because I had a Chevy it, love back in the 70s yeah that's, 70s. that's exactly it's what they call them yeah, that's, that's, a lot of them
2: still do yeah uh, so what's the powertrain in the Maverick
5: so uh two uh, two powertrains right so the standard 2.5 liter Atkinson hybrid is our, our standard offering and that's what delivers the 40 miles per gallon in the city and the 500 miles range. Um, a front-wheel drive-only application on that standard hybrid. We do have an optional 2-liter EcoBoost uh, GTDI engine uh, as the step-up, and that delivers 250 horsepower, 277 pound-feet of torque, and that also carries our available all-wheel drive as well as our FX4 off-road package.
2: And And to start with, what's production going to look like as they build? Because usually, as we watch... Different manufacturers start up a car or a vehicle. They either start up with kind of one level high line car with all content or one level low line car with no content to kind of get the production line in sync. And then they start adding uh, either adding content or removing content as they move forward. What's the plan for that with uh, Maverick? Yeah, no, no
5: limitations for us, right? I mean, we absolutely plan on building across our full lineup, both from a powertrain perspective, as well as from a trim series perspective. So those that are familiar with, the Ford lineup will have our XL, XLT, and Lariat trim series wow. available across the Maverick, and we're going to build uh, across all of those offerings. We're going to build the demand, and and we've got the capacity to make sure that we can build the hybrids, the, the step-up two-liter gas engines. We'll have all that available to customers um, as they uh, as they come into our dealership.
2: I didn't hear King Ranch in that. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 with that, what assembly plant are you guys building it? So these will be
5: built out of Hermosillo alongside our Bronco Sport. Okay. Um, so it's the the same platform uh, that we share with Bronco Sport as well as our Escape uh, SUV.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. So you've already you've already validated and proven the platform worthy, and now it's just a matter of uh, of building the Maverick body on t- on Look. top of integrated into a little styling uh, in, change. Into, yeah. yeah. Oh, how cool is that? T- tell us the background behind bringing the Maverick name back. You know,
5: it's a great question. It's a question we get a lot, and obviously it's going to vary by, by age demographic in terms of who recognizes the Maverick of all. Exactly. Did,
4: did you recognize it when they brought it up? You, you're a
5: young, not, you're a young right? guy. So are you there? <laughs> there you go. Well, you're a Ford guy, yeah. though. Ford family. Third generation. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I guess I should say I did recognize it, but I would say most of my counterparts or most of my uh, my friends that are in a similar age bracket did not recognize the Maverick uh-huh. of the, the 1970s. But what I'll tell you um, is really, you know, as you guys would imagine, we do a lot of research when we're talking about naming an all new vehicle. And when we establish kind of who the target customer was for this vehicle, it's definitely a younger customer, as you would imagine, right? It's many customers that are looking at really a first time you know, new vehicle purchase. Many that are actually coming out of sedans or small utilities that are looking at a truck for the first time. And so as we went to research and we tried to establish who that customer was and the different names that we had. Maverick was the one that really resonated the strongest because it's all about kind of defying expectations. And that's what we think this truck does with the fuel efficiency and the, the price point, the affordability of it. It really does defy a lot of people's expectations.
2: Plus, plus it kind of stays in the nomenclature with the with the the horse overview of Mustang, Bronco, Maverick, you know, all of that kind of ties themselves together and then share and platform with Bronco. It's a perfect fit.
5: And we, yeah, we, we also felt that it felt uh, that it fit really well with our rest of our truck lineup, right? So it really sort of helped sort of merge the rest of the lineup with Ranger and F-150 and, and Super Duty.
2: When do you expect them uh, at the showrooms? So uh, they'll be arriving
5: to our dealerships this fall, um, but customers can go on to Ford.com today. They can build and price their own Maverick. They can put in a reservation for their own, or they can even contact their local Ford dealership and actually put a retail order in as soon as today.
2: Oh, wow. So they, they can go ahead and set the truck up and uh, and get it in the order bank. What is the and – I, and I hate to ask this question, but I'm going to. There you go. What is the uh, chip view of uh, Maverick production right now? Because I realize that yeah, every, everybody's right? that's struggling honestly, with
5: that. That's front and center in everyone's mind. But I will tell you, knock on wood, uh, you know, no, no issues for us from a chip perspective. Obviously, it's a very fluid situation across the industry, as you guys well know. But uh, for the time being – um, all systems go. Uh, nothing you know that's preventing us from hitting our timing this fall.
2: Well, oh, Good for you. Congratulations. I know I had read a, uh, an article recently about Ford had acquired a pretty big cache of chips to push out some of the F-150s that have been sitting around. Right. So I was glad to see that. Uh, I know that, again, that's industry-wide, and different parts of the industry have been hit hard by it. But it's good to hear that the Maverick's not going to be affected by it. The um, What's the vehicle weight? Roughly
5: about 30, 35 to 3,600 pounds. Okay. It's going to depend, obviously, in the configuration, right? But um, generally speaking, again, it's going to sort of slot below the Ranger in terms of overall size, size and dimensions.
2: And towing capacity of, let's say, the, the up-level engine?
5: So standard towing capability on both our hybrid and our gas engine of 2,000 pounds. Our step-up 2-liter a gas engine provides a max towing capability of 4,000 pounds. Okay, and uh, across both both configurations, a standard payload of 1,500 pounds. So right. very capable.
2: Pretty functional. That's that. Those are all functional numbers. Yeah. Yep. It's not like you're you're buying something just for the looks. It, it's going to have work capability built into it as well. That's good news. Well, that's
5: that's what we were after, right? I mean, if you're going to build a truck at Ford, it's got to be built Ford tough.
2: And um, there you go. Yeah. And, and and along with that uh the 2 liter EcoBoost has been proven now for a number of years and just the EcoBoost in general um I, I love them. I, I I had a Transit van with an EcoBoost in it and uh, I loved it. What what a great powertrain it is, and the the, the little turbo the the small turbo uh, four cylinder is just as much fun to drive. So it's not just going to be Ford tough; it's going to be Ford fun and tough to drive because that that little turbo EcoBoost is a blast to drive. Can, can yeah. you
4: imagine getting, yeah. getting one of those and then uh, slight modifications, putting in a Coyote? And then take <laughs>
2: yeah, a be slight awesome. modification. That would yeah. be awesome. That'd be a slight modification. <laughs> well, knowing that uh, you're you're just announcing the Maverick uh, in, in the future plans, I'll assume that there is a, uh, uh, and, and you can tell us on on the air today uh, that there's a <laughs> exactly. full EV version <laughs> exactly. somewhere in the plans as well.
4: Yeah, you know, kind well, of relating to the Mach E.
5: As you guys know, I can't comment on future oh. product plans of for Ford Motor Company, but uh, but let's just say. You know, this is something that's always top of mind for us. You've, you've heard from Ford Motor Company, the amount of money that we're investing in, in future battery electric right. vehicles. Something that we're always you know always monitoring the industry to, to try and see what the opportunities are.
2: Cool. And yeah, you, you had talked about a bed uh, system that you have in it. Tell us a little bit more about that. Have you got some images yes, are, are, you can show
5: us? Yeah, absolutely. Let me see if I can go ahead and share my screen here.
4: While you're doing that, are you up in the Detroit area, obviously?
5: Yes, I am uh, just outside of the Detroit area. Okay.
4: I grew up in the Dearborn, Dearborn Heights area, so I'm very familiar with oh, perfect. the old uh, glass building, glass plant.
5: So gentlemen, it's saying that I'm not able to share my screen.
2: Uh, we're gonna have to get figure that out. Mike <laughs> how can he share his screen? You have to give him permission
3: Let's to do see here. that. Uh, let me check. Uh, you, can draw a pic- you can. Let me let me do it this way.
4: Draw a picture on a piece of paper and just hold it.
5: Oh, there we go.
4: Now it's letting me. <laughs> okay.
5: Okay. Okay. Can you guys see my screen?
3: There you are.
5: Oh yeah. Oh wow. Very nice. So that's this is our our all new Maverick, right? And I'll uh, I'll scroll through a couple of images, but just to give you guys a sense for you know size, right? So here's our built for Tough lineup. You can see Maverick off to the right, alongside a Ranger. F 150, F 150 Lightning and Super Duty, right? But absolutely a really strong looking truck lineup. Um, that's a good picture like that. It's yeah. real
3: easy to see everything.
2: And yeah. a very familiar family looking front end on that as you progress up the line with the rest of the trucks. You can definitely tell it's from the Ford family of, of uh, trucks.
5: Absolutely. Yep. And that's obviously what we were going for, right? We want to own, we really want to own that truck positioning. And I think the front end absolutely sort of marries the rest of the lineup a lot for sure
4: a unique color like the old bronco the early so here's a
5: here's a shot of our truck bed it's a a four and a half foot bed extends to six feet uh with the the tailgate down and the tailgate's really interesting i'll get to it here in a moment but it's a multi-position tailgate which effectively allows you to um also put it at an angle that would allow for storing uh, larger sheets of plywood or, you know, longer items like a, a kayak or skis or what have you. really gives you kind of a, a stronger, more versatile, um, you know, way to, to use the overall bed.
3: So it kind of lays across the, the top of the wheel wells and extends out to give you the, the longer range. Cool.
5: Yep, you got it. And this is, I think the beauty of Maverick 2 is obviously the reach over height. So given that it sits lower than, you know, a Ranger or an F-150, very very easy for customers to just reach right over grab or or throw things into the bed of the truck as well very cool so here's a, a shot of the flex bed and what you guys can see is there's a number of different provisions that we've built and actually engineered into the bed itself okay and the idea being really trying to allow customers to personalize and really kind of customize the way that they use the, the bed of the truck which is why we call it the flex bed Um, And I'll I'll show you kind of what that looks like, but you can buy two by fours, two by sixes, and actually um, create bed dividers. We're gonna provide customers with step-by-steps on how they can create their own bike racks or bed rails. Um, What we really were after with this this vehicle, knowing that it's uh, affordability is really top of mind for this customer. We wanted to give them options. We didn't want to just sell them our, our same accessories because we obviously got a full catalog of Ford accessories. We also wanted to give them more affordable ways that they could personalize their truck, and that's the whole intention behind the FlexFit is making sure that customers have that optionality to be able to either decide to purchase you know those those Ford accessories, but also um, you know more affordable solutions as well.
3: Yeah, because because really you're you're targeting this at, at a younger group partially. So they're going to be a little more active and they're going to be looking for more ways to do things
5: exactly and, and you know really it's a lot of customers that like as I mentioned before haven't owned a truck before so we're really opening up more options for them as far as what they can store in the bed of the truck how they can use it for towing or just general payload um, it's just it's we want to make sure that we're opening up a lot of different options for that right and, and really the the bed itself is designed to do that
2: and you had mentioned uh, an accessory catalog for it. Will uh, will that include a roll top and a flip top cover for it? And a Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have soft and
5: hard title covers. We'll have the, the uh, bed extenders that were shown previously. We'll have a number of different accessories, again, that, that will allow the customer to further personalize their vehicle.
2: Well, you're, you're showing the thing I love the most about, uh, about the Ford uh, Hybrid uh, F-150, and that is the power source in the back. Um, and the uh, the, you know, living down here in, in te- South Texas when we had snowmageddon back in February, uh, I wish I had a Ford F one hundred and fifty hybrid where I could have powered my house with it. Uh, is this also <laughs> is this also going to offer uh, what 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 output is this power outlet? Yeah, so you're you're referencing our F one hundred
5: and fifty Pro Power on board right. as part of the F one hundred and fifty hybrid. This is a standard hundred and ten volt outlet, right? Yep. So okay. these are available. Um, for for you know for optionality within the truck, for those customers that either want to plug in, you know, small appliances, um, you know, charge, you know, charge various you know items. If you wanted to plug a TV in for tailgating, what? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking
4: tailgating. You ta- yep. Tailgating. we we'll have these available run. to those customers,
5: yep. both in the bed of the truck as well as the inside of the cabin.
4: Have you driven
5: one yet? Of course, I have. Okay. I have. It's it, you know, I think that the the great thing about Maverick is you have the versatility of a truck, but it drives and maneuvers like a small SUV. And it's because of the way that we built the vehicle, the platform that we're building the truck on, we've got that built for tough capability and credibility, but the vehicle maneuvers and drives like a small SUV. And that's really what's, I think, sort of the best combination is, you still, you still feel like you're driving a small SUV, but you're getting all of that capability and versatility of the truck.
2: So, have, did you drive it uh, just at a test track, or did you get a chance to drive it out in the real world? Just, just on a test track for the time
5: <laughs> being, but uh, but I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have the option to be driving it out in the real world here uh, soon enough. Sure.
2: Everybody's going to be stopping you to ask you for it. You're just going to explain all of it with a big smile. No, on No, he's got
4: to build it, order it, and take delivery of it. That's <laughs> a-
2: yeah, exactly. You got it. Wonderful. And then I'll show you guys some, some
5: shots of the interior. here.
3: Okay. Okay.
5: Oh, beautiful. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, thinking went into how we designed and engineered uh, the interior of the vehicle as well. Um, standard 8-inch touchscreen, standard Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, um, really a lot of you know, driver assist technologies that are standard in this vehicle. So again, you know, you're talking about a vehicle that starts at $20,000, but it doesn't mean that you don't get a number of the same amenities that you would expect out of a Ford vehicle. Um, you can see a couple of different things. This is the under-seat storage area underneath our second row. So, again, we're not you know asking customers to compromise from a, an overall storage perspective. Those customers that might be driving small SUVs still need places to store their stuff. Well, if you buy a Maverick, you've still got that, right? You've got the, the flex bed where you can get that soft or hard tunnel cover to store things back there, but you also can store things inside the cab underneath the second row.
2: And store them the, uh, out of sight, yeah.
5: Yep, the the doors themselves were, were designed to actually store one-liter water bottles. You can see the cantilever design of the, the door handles. All you know, all really kind of went into um, making and creating
2: additional storage areas for the customer.
4: Cool, interesting,
3: very cool, nice layout. Wow, I like that.
2: And the um, the the touch screen. You said Apple CarPlay and 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 Google Android applicable.
5: Yep. So it's uh, Sync Three is is available in Maverick on our higher series, but we still have a, a standard eight-inch touchscreen that still has Bluetooth capability, but standard Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. We know this younger customer likes to bring in uh, their their applications, their navigation, and what have you, and so that customer that might not have sync can still actually access all of those same things and still be connected through the truck.
3: So this is Scott. We're kind of running short on time. What would be the number one thing the person needs to look for in this truck?
5: Well, I mean, I I think really it's, it's, it's the full package, right? It's, you know, again, depending upon, you know, what's most important to you, we feel like we check a lot of those boxes with Maverick. It's, you know, it's got five, you know, five passenger seating, it's got the versatility of a truck and really that capability and the towing and the payload for those customers that need it, but it's got the fuel efficiency, right? You're talking about right. standard 40 mpg and 500 miles of range, wow. and again, a starting price of under you know twenty thousand dollars. So it's really hard to beat, you know, all of those different uh, attributes from a, an overall package. Right?
4: So yeah. so loaded up with all the bells and whistles, what are we looking at?
5: Well, again, you're looking at a starting price of below twenty. With all of the bells and whistles, all of the features and content, you know, Maverick will price up to around thirty six, thirty seven thousand. Okay, still, well you're still, a still a in buy. the ballpark yeah, with that. Exactly.
2: And then what kind of production numbers do you plan first and second year? Well, we're
5: going to build the demand. You guys know that. I can't share with you guys what our absolute number of vehicles are. But I always ask. To yeah, build I know. The you're going to what, find what, it. I, what I will share with you guys is, as I mentioned before, customers can go online today and they can either submit reservations or they can submit retail orders with their local Ford dealers. We've got a healthy amount of reservations coming through, so the demand is very strong for this
2: year. Uh, Great. And I'm going go cool. to go uh, to ford.com and find that link and put it up on our website and uh, uh, Facebook page. And I'm going to build one for them.
3: All right, Scott. Man, we do appreciate you taking the time to join us, Trevor.
2: Absolutely. Thanks and, for having me, gentlemen. And thanks a lot for uh, sharing uh, Maverick and all the photographs with us. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, Particularly
3: that one that really lays it out how it fits into the lineup. You know, that was that was really good. That yep. explains a lot of things for it. So we appreciate it, sir. And we'll be talking to you again. Perfect. Thanks, Trevor. Go, guys.
1: If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can shoot us an email. The address is info at inwheeltime.com. Time now for our cruise in calendar, Mr. Conrad.
2: Yeah, um, like I said, uh, July 25th, there's uh, Houston Cars and Cocktails at Little Woodrow's off of 249. Also on July 5th, is going to be Extreme Off-Road and Performance Car Meet at Extreme Off-Road and Performance. Uh, Saturday, July 31st at 9 a.m. is going to be the Cold Spring Car, Truck, and Bike Show at the Cold Spring, Texas Community Center. Uh, and then uh, Saturday, September 25th, we will be live at Woody's third annual Waterfront Car Show what? at Topwater Grill in San Leon, Texas. Yes, sir. Come on out there. It's a stunningly beautiful location. Uh, very very good food. We've eaten there a couple of times. Very, very good food. And uh, Woody puts on a great show. Uh, can I go fishing? You yes. Can, you can go fish. Yes, well, you can Not, go not during the show, though. Be careful oh. what you fish for, though. And- <laughs>
4: okay. Yeah. There was an incident last year, I understand. And yeah. then...
2: Um, Uh, Another thing that's coming up, and that is going to be uh, August uh, 24th at Houston Community College at the Northeast College. Uh, uh, They're having their 50th anniversary celebration. Wow! And the address is 8001 Fulton Street in Houston, Texas. The setup for cars is going to start at 930 to 1030. And the event's going to be 11 to 1. And they'll have. uh, 130. 11 to 130. Thank you thing reading over my shoulder i I appreciate it (laughs) uh and they're going to have uh uh in in parking garage location so weather is going to be unimportant they're going to they're going to do the show inside of a parking garage they'll have awards and stuff but again this is to celebrate houston community college's uh 50th anniversary so they've been out there since 1971
1: yep all right thank you conrad time now for this week's new car review here's don
0: And a good Saturday morning to you. Don Armstrong here with the review of the 2021 Lincoln Aviator. Comes in several trim levels, including Standard, which is the base model, Reserve, Black Label, Grand Touring, and Grand Touring Black Label. I had the Reserve all-wheel drive, second to the lowest trim level. What size? It's a standard SUV, and it does have a third row in it. It can seat up to eight passengers, ours sat six. Exterior changes from last model year, well, it was all new last year. It has a sexy, sexy grille, that new Lincoln look that I really do like. High-mounted headlights up front, great-looking front end on this. Aviator fender badges are integrated into the upper front fenders, and the, kind of a faux vent kind of look to it. Really does look good. Beautiful wheels on this, and sleek rear hatch and lighting with quad exhaust tips on it. It's high-end all the way. What I liked? The sleek, sophisticated overall design. And I don't think anything could use improvement. On the interior, a sophisticated interior design. Ford and Lincoln did a great job on the interior in this comfortable, highly adjustable front seating that looks good from the outside. Well laid out center console and dash. And the easy to use Ford Sync infotainment system on a very large center screen. As far as cargo and trunk room is concerned, it's plentiful when you have the third row folded down. What I liked The striking color combos that they offer on the interior, depending on the exterior color. What could use improvement? Well, there are some cheap plastic parts on the lower door panels, but who looks down there anyway? As far as the drivetrain is concerned, it is a 3-liter twin-turbo V6 that turns out, are you ready? 400 horsepower! Torque, 415 pound-feet through a 10-speed automatic transmission. This thing will get up and move. And it also has enough power to tow a nice-sized boat. The tow rating on this is 6,700 pounds. As far as mileage is concerned, well, it's just kind of so-so. 17 in the city, 24 on the highway for a combined of 20. I got 20.7 over 367.9 miles. What I liked about it, the power, baby. There is a 494 horsepower plug-in hybrid model that is available if you need more power than the 400. Ride and handling? What I liked about it is the adjustability of it. It has several settings that are already pre-programmed. Throw it in there. You want to use sporty, fine. If you want to do comfort, got that too. What could use improvement? I really don't know. I can't really think of anything. The ride and handling is superb. Uh, For the ladies, Matthew McConaughey. I just saw a picture with him sitting in it, so... I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay, here we go for the base trim price, $59,620. Price is tested, $76,640. Really? Base model price, $53,695. Now, competitors include the Audi Q7 for $63,8. Lexus RX 450HL, the hybrid model, $56,510. So it fits right in there with that. And the Cadillac XT6 for $57,195. Now, you ask, why is there such a difference between the base model price and second from the bottom of the reserve trim level? Well, they have this thing on here, an $11,750 option called the Equipment Group 210A that includes the Elements Package Plus, whatever that is, the Lincoln Co-Pilot 360 Plus Package, the Luxury Package, the Class 4 trailer tow package, and the illumination package for $11,750. Wow. I think if you need that, I think I would look at something, uh, maybe the Navigator, because you're getting really up there as far as prices are concerned. It also has a dynamic handling package for $2,400 and a convenience package for $2,100. So that's why there's $16,945 in options on this particular one. Try to stick with the trim package that it comes with and try not to add on anything. That'd be my suggestion. Well, that's it. That's the review of the 2021 Lincoln Aviator. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day, and we'll see you live next weekend. If you'd like to get in
4: touch with us, specifically me, uh, shoot us an email. The address is info at InWheelTime.com.
0: When you're ready to shop Chevrolet, we know one that should be at the top of your list, Bayway. Locally owned by Houston, born and raised Daryl Wisniewski, Bayway brings a sense of family to your Chevrolet buying experience. When you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, you now have a place to go. General Manager Lincoln Stall guarantees Bayway will beat any competitor's written price on the new vehicle you choose or pay you a $1,000. Bayway Chevrolet is located only eight minutes from the Beltway and Highway 288. Whether it's online or in person, you'll be welcome like one of the family. BaywayChevrolet.com. Tailpipes and Tacos, Houston's premier monthly car cruise-in, returns Saturday, July 17th at two Loopy Tortilla Mexican restaurants in Katy and inside the Loop on the Southwest Freeway near Kirby. Tailpipes and Tacos is free and everyone's invited. You'll see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods at two locations. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10 and Katy, and inside the Loop on the Southwest Freeway near Kirby. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in. Tailpipes and Tacos, inside the Loop on the Southwest Freeway in Kirby, and in Katy on the Grand Parkway just south of I-10, where you'll see the In Real Time Car Show. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise-in, July 17th, 8 to 11 a.m., weather permitting. You see all the new ceramic car wash cleaners on TV now, but John Gray at Gulf Coast Auto Shield has been using ceramic coatings on Houston's most expensive cars for years. And he'll tell you that nothing beats the real thing. Gulf Coast Auto Shield installs a coating over your paint that actually comes with a warranty. If you just picked up your Lambo, your Aston Martin, Porsche, Ferrari, any other exotic car, chances are your car will have company that have already found Gulf Coast Auto Shield. Now, you don't have to own an exotic. Maybe you got a truck, an SUV, or even an older vehicle that needs a little love. Well, let John Gray give it a look and give you an estimate on refurbishing that paint and making your vehicle look new again. How about getting a gift certificate for the wife's birthday or anniversary from Gulf Coast Auto Shield and tell her, honey, I know you love your car, so why don't we get it look new again. It'll be the best gift ever, one that she'll never forget. Get hold of John Gray at GCAutoShield.com or give him a call, 832-264-0670. Gulf Coast Auto Shield. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.